0: yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right air drum close range. The game is not only dangerous, but it's most strange. I sell rhymes like dimes.
1: Dimes run rhymes. Back at it again. After the break, Trace and I are back. More hoops, more music.
0: And we're ready. Follow us on Instagram, dimes underscore rhymes. Got a lot of stuff coming out there. Feels like it's been forever. It does feel like it's been pretty long. But yeah, we're back here, and it's really exciting to be back talking about some basketball. What do we got? What are we? What are we going to be talking about here today? Today right? we
1: got the Dallas Mavericks. So uh, we're also going to be talking about every Texas team. So the San Antonio Spurs and the Houston Rockets.
0: Yeah, just focusing in, taking a good zoom into the Texas teams, looking up what we're doing over there in good old Texas, the big old state, the Longhorn state. That's right. It's going to be Still exciting. Cowboys. Yeah, go Cowboys! I'm not really a big Cowboys fan, but I'll say it already said
1: it though. Clip it. Already said it. Go Cowboys!
0: (laughs) But yeah, it's going to be exciting. So yeah, let's just start off talking about hoops. You know, there's been a lot of hoops to watch, a lot going on. So let's talk about what's happening here.
1: What's up? Give me your consensus on the uh, the Mavericks right now.
0: I'm a big fan of the Dallas Mavericks roster, but I think that they're in a really weird spot right now with kind of where, what direction they're going to need to go. You see them currently, they're 14-14, and 14, ninth in the West. So they're on that brink of playing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take a look at this roster, you see one of the best top five, maybe top three players in the league, Luka Doncic. Then you see a lot of guys that need to perform, and they're not. So they're obviously going to be trading players around trading like the trade block time, because I think they're trying to be competitive. You have to be with somebody like Luca. And they're not a bad enough team to kind of bottom out for Victor. So They gotta
1: make a move. For sure.
0: Yeah. And I think I think we're seeing that like at a huge scale right now is they're like bottoming I mean bottoming out right now.
1: There's no reason they should be fourteen and fourteen. They should not be a five hundred team. And Luca should not be leading the team in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Uh, That is insane. Uh, I think he probably averages the most minutes, obviously too. Um, Yeah. But it's like a one-man show over there. It's when the games they do win, you look at his stat line, and it's like triple double, fifty-five points. So he needs to like be the best player on the court and maybe be the best player on the league in the league just for his team to win which is ridiculous
0: and, it, and it's a little scary because he's like averaging 30 It's like averaging like 33-9-9 nine and nine right now and they're not they're only winning like every other game so
1: yeah I don't think it's as bad as like uh, the Thunder with like Shy Gilgis like I, I don't think he has to carry as hard as, as him but I think they're just missing really an important piece they need someone for Luca and I mean they tried Porzingis uh
0: Brunson worked Now they have
1: Brunson and Brunson worked
0: but um, they need a secondary ball handler that can they brought in Kemba the other day um, Yeah but he, he looked like an what old man Kemba's going to look like Yeah he looked like an old man anyway. that's okay um but yeah I just I just I fear for the success of this team in the future because Luca's in that stage where he's young enough to be you know developing to a really good player but He's getting to that point where he needs to start winning. Once his next contract is up, why would he have any reason to stay in Dallas yeah, other than lead. for Mark Cuban? Right, Cuban's one of the best owners in the league, but I wouldn't care to stay there if I'm putting my heart and soul into the game and losing every game yeah. or every other game. It's just a hard league to compete in with how competitive the West is. They're, fi- they're right now they're 50% as a team and usually in years past that, you know, you would make the playoffs as a 50% team. Right now, they're not even in the top eight. And right, so,
1: they're, they're uh, ninth, I think.
0: Yeah, they're sitting at nine. So, like I said, I fear for this team, and they need to change it up quick.
1: I mean, give Jaden Hardy more minutes. <laughs> let, him, <Unreal. laughs> let him, give him more minutes. All the comments in those posts say, give him more minutes. That's not going to solve their problem, unfortunately. But
0: well, I, mean, I think it might though. They need a secondary ball handler. Jaden Hardy in the G I, League is averaging forty. Needs,
1: I think Jaden Hardy's probably what, like eighteen, nineteen years old. he needs a few years before he can actually like support an all star player like that. Uh, but i think if if Luca gets sick of going out there every night and playing forty minutes a game and like dying on the court, then he probably won't be on the Mavericks for very long,
0: yeah. And and that's the thing that I'm I'm really afraid of is Luca leaving this team because in my mind I just can't imagine him wearing another jersey. He gives me that like Kobe Dirk vibe where you're playing two K and you like you're the Trailblazers and you pick pick up Luka Doncic and you're like oh this looks weird it like he ba- yeah, wrong yeah. it feels wrong he shouldn't be wearing this jersey. It's like you're playing you know two K sixteen and you're the Heat and you get Kobe Bryant and you're like okay he shouldn't be on this team. Yeah. What am I doing? It's the same way with Luca. I just can't imagine him somewhere else, but. If I'm him, I'd be like, I need to get out of here.
1: It's probably getting to that point, yeah.
0: It's what Beal and Lillard should have did. And neither of them did it. And now they're stuck.
1: He might be like a Cleveland LeBron. Like He's going to take his talents to uh, South Beach next season and be in that, that nice heat jersey, the pink.
0: It's an it's OK jersey. Yeah, it can be better. We'll see. Any other thoughts on Dallas with their... You know, Christian Wood is cool. He's not really coming off the bench like people thought he would. Um, no, I'm sorry. Christian Wood is cool. He is coming off the bench like people thought he would. I'm sorry. I mixed up my own words. Um, yeah, he's he's all right, averaging like 16 or 17 or something like that a game. Yeah. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. needs to be playing better. He's playing pretty sloppy recently. Spencer Dinwiddie is pretty solid. Um, he's really efficient, but I just don't know if he's – as much of a punch as Jalen Brunson was playmaking wise, and so they're struggling a little bit playmaking wise because he's like a shot maker. He's doesn't really not really like a hyper good passer or anything like that.
1: And I'm a big Reggie Bullock fan, but he's just out there playing. I don't know what he's doing out there. I think he's just getting the ball to Luka because <laughs> he plays a lot, but he he doesn't score a lot, and he's not really strong in any other other categories this season. He's just kind of out there. Ribble in the ball, I guess.
0: He's just like inefficient, and that's the thing yeah. that, you know, Reggie's one of those older guys where he's like in his mid to mid thirties, I think, and so, yeah, you you have you can't be on the court if you're not efficient and you're old. It's like the reason why Terrence Ross still plays or Justin Holiday still plays is because they're pretty efficient, even yeah. if they're old as heck. He he old, and he's playing on a team that's got people like Jaden Hardy that's ready to step up. Yeah. So if he unless he's ready to clutch up that spot. They need to ship him.
1: JaVale McGee. Always been a big JaVale McGee fan. You have to if you're... A Nevada a fan. A Nevada fan. Yeah. That's right. I feel like he he always doesn't get that many minutes on every team he plays for, but for some reason I just feel like he should. Maybe I'm just biased. He should get more minutes.
0: Yeah, well, you know, just being a fan of JaVale, it's easy to be like, why well, isn't he playing? That's right. He's a very smart player. I know, like... Earlier in his career, a lot of people were questioning his basketball IQ, but he's like I think he's at that point now where people know, okay, he's smart, he's a good locker room guy. But he's also still a good player, he just doesn't really play much on this team. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I wonder why that is actually. I've been thinking about it. Their big lineup is like Dwight Powell, Maxie Cleaver, Christian Wood kind of thing. Yep. And I think that they would really benefit from having a stronger big like JaVale would be. Um, especially with the rebounding aspect, they are a bad rebounding team. They will not win games until they start rebounding. And when you have Luca, who's like six four and doesn't know how to jump, leading your team in rebounds, it's like okay.
1: They need like a, a really good center.
0: Yeah, I think if they're I just think like that's these what the
1: average guys that are just they can't even do their one job.
0: Dwight Powell's still starting most of the games, right? And he's Dallas. really Dwight a Powell, very
1: average player.
0: Why is he playing? He's playing – He started like 21 games so far. He's playing like 18 or 19 minutes a game. It's like, why? why how is he on the court for this minute? And minutes? look at the other
1: teams in the West who like Dwight Powell has to match up against. <laughs> yeah. Anthony guys. Davis. Anthony who's He's dropping Davis. 60 points.
0: <laughs> he's like cra- – he goes home and just like cries. Yeah. And he's, it's not like he's like, a, he's like a bum or anything. He's not. He's a solid player. Oh, but yeah. he is their starter. Like he's a starting big on that team. What?
1: <laughs> Luca was like – I don't remember which player was trying to shake his hand on his own team after the game, and he didn't even, like, give him a handshake, like what? a high five, like Luka was just pissed. He, he he was so upset.
0: No, I didn't see that clip. He didn't,
1: even, he didn't even give his own teammate, and everyone was okay. like, this is not okay. Probably
0: Dwight Powell, bro. I wouldn't shake his hand either, I don't think. He's like, you scored four
1: points this game. I hate <laughs> Dude, you.
0: I'm passing you the rock. You're shooting 30%. I need you to clutch up.
1: He's like, I have a triple team on me, and you <laughs> can't even get open. What is wrong with
0: you? Triple team is crazy. <laughs> it's like, dude, I can't even he's, see past the.
1: He's getting triple teamed at the, at half the court. yeah forty
0: feet out. Yeah. He's getting triple teamed at the logo. Still getting, still dropping thirty a game on like unreal efficiency.
1: Yeah, and it's it's crazy that he's like leading in assists too. Like someone's not even like you would think he's with this with this many points. He'd have somebody on his team like being the court general, feeding him the ball when he needs it. No, it's him. It's just him.
0: Right, and and that's why I'm, I think the thing he needs the most right now is a secondary ball handler. And
1: he's such a good passer, so what can yeah. go wrong?
0: His usage rate's like over 35% right now, which is absolutely—teams that have high usage rate, players like that usually don't win. Um, James Harden teams, Chris Paul teams when he was younger.
1: Well, they win regular season games.
0: Sometimes. It depends on like, the build of the team. Steve Nash had a high usage rate. Russell Westbrook had a high usage rate. Those teams just struggle in the playoffs. Is you just lock up the one guy. Well, yeah, and the what play, do they go in the
1: playoffs, it doesn't. That formula does not work unless you're a Bron. But, right. Yeah, but like regular season, you'd think that it, this is like a Rockets situation mm-hmm. where if Luca could score enough points, they can win a lot of games. But they're not.
0: It's tough. I think it, the, West, the West is just too hard. competitive. Yeah, it's, just it's too way too competitive. competitive, and their schedule's been pretty bad recently too. Bad as in like they're playing a lot of games that are like, oh dang, they probably shouldn't be winning these games right. anyways. Playing against Cleveland, playing against Milwaukee, playing against Denver. These teams are pretty tough, and when you're barely beating these teams by one point or you're getting blown out, it's like, yeah, there's not much you can do. They're beating bad teams, though. They beat OKC a few nights ago.
1: Well, as long as they're beating bad teams.
0: That's the reason keep, why they're even. Keep,
1: yeah, keep them, keep them up. But like, they lose close games, too, like against the Suns. Yeah, Two-point game.
0: Beat Denver by one you know somehow like last beat, week
1: somehow beat memphis by like 40
0: yeah that's an interesting team we'll talk about it eventually but i think dallas has the they need to make moves though this off this this upcoming trade deadline yeah. to secure themselves back into that top of the half west that they want to be in because yeah. you with luca you can't just call it quits like okc can kind of just call it quits because sga is unreal But he doesn't really fit their timeline. He's, like, mid-20s. Luka is, like, how old is Luka right now? Um, He's probably 22 or 23. Yeah, probably around there. Sj is, like, 24, 25. Like, Sj is a little bit older. Luka is, like, a kid still. He could be in college right now. And so they need to win with Luka Doncic. Generational talent. They need to figure it out.
1: You'd hate just to see him, like, be the all-time leader in like all these stats and just not win anything um but obviously like that's that's the situation across the league is like there's these guys that are just so good but they are carrying a not so good team and you can't just be like you got to make a move and you got to make your team better because like all these teams are trying to do that right now there's a lot of teams that need to make a move and need to make their team better
0: like like um I think this is a good a good segue point where we can talk a little bit about our other teams in the uh, in Texas, right? Because they're they're just in a very different situation. So I want to talk about Houston now, yeah. right? Um, you're right. Dallas is like a lot of other teams where they kind of need to figure it out, because all these teams are trying to figure it out right now. What about a team like Houston? What what's their next step? One of the last teams I mean- in the West, number 14 in the West, nine and 18.
1: I don't know what exactly they need to do, but they just they have a lot of talent that just needs to develop um, and either they trade away that young talent to get better picks or just ride it out until maybe you can get a team that can make the playoffs. <laughs> um, they just like are missing a lot of key role players and just they don't have any like outstanding people.
0: Their four best players on their team right now are all 22 or younger. Yeah. It's like an Kevin, unreal young team. Porter, you could probably yeah, you could probably argue Jaylen that Green. top five best players are under 21. And so super young team. I don't really know if they're trying to lose games. Like, I know when we went into the season, we were like, they're going to try and lose these games.
1: It looks like they're trying to lose games.
0: <laughs> I don't know. They <laughs> just beat Milwaukee and Phoenix back-to-back, like – You'll see them lose these games, but I don't know. They, like they you, lost to Milwaukee. No, no, no. They beat Milwaukee. They did. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-seven, ninety-two.
1: Oh, when was this? Oh, re- oh, recently, recently, the
0: eleventh. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I know these better teams are like taking a break against these bad teams. Um. But you know they're they could easily lose that game and nobody would look the other way. But yeah. you know they're like, hey, I mean, we they, can, Yeah, those are big wins. We can snub out against these guys. But then when they do lose, they do lose by 30 though. So so weird team, they're in a weird situation. They have
1: I mean, once again, they have the same problem as the Mavericks that they play in the West and their their schedule where they have to play the Nuggets twice, then the Suns, <laughs> then the Warriors, then the Sixers. And they finally got a break with San Antonio, which and then, they lost. Which they
0: lost. Yeah, they lost. And
1: they lost and then they play the Bucks and the Suns.
0: It's a bad. They have a really bad schedule. That is like, awful. Tough. That's got
1: to be so like how do you even look forward to any games? <laughs> the one game you do look forward to, you lose.
0: You're like, we can get San Antonio. You travel to San Antonio and they just beat you.
1: Yeah, that is that's wild. You you just beat Joel Embiid after Joel Embiid dropped like sixty points and then you you go lose to San Antonio. Yeah,
0: and it and you know I think it's I don't know. Anytime I watch this team play, I kind of like it. Jalen Green's really fun to watch. I love Sengwin or Sengoon, however you say his name, the, the big guy. Yeah, the big guy. Jabari Smith is okay. He's, it probably wasn't the right pick for them at that time, but he's cool. Um, Kenya Martin Jr. can jump out the w- building. You know, Eric Gordon is still relevant. And that's what you said, like, at
1: the beginning of the season, was like, this team has a lot of guys that can jump out of the, the gym. But, yeah. <laughs> and I still see their highlights, like, pretty frequently, but... They're always down, you know. You got a guy like fast break jumping 15 feet in the air, but then you look at the score and they're down by like
0: 40, 10. yeah, <laughs> or 10, yeah, <laughs>
1: 45, 40, 50,
0: right? And it, you know, it. I don't know. It's it's weird seeing a team built like this where I'm like thinking about the future, right? So if they get Victor next season, or if they don't get Victor and they get like Scoot, who probably wouldn't fit with their lineup right now, but. What are the what's their next step? Who's their star they're building after?
1: Maybe a maybe a coach
0: a new coach coming in might be okay, I guess.
1: I don't, I, this is definitely not a team that you're gonna see in the finals in the next five years.
0: But, yeah, I mean, but
1: after like after the <clears throat> James Harden Rockets it's kind of just I,
0: I, I just don't know like Jalen Green is cool to watch, but he's like really inefficient. Kevin Porter Jr. is kind of like... I think all like,
1: these guys would be better if they got traded to different teams and they were like role players on better teams. That's what I would say. I don't really like know Just if, disband the Rockets and just send those players throughout the West.
0: Sell them. Sell the team. Whoever Wait, owns the team, sell it. They should
1: do that. Like they pick one team, the worst team in the East and the worst team in the West before the playoffs start.
0: <laughs> like the G League Ignite?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you, and you just like go pick... You pick one player from... From that team and they disband until like next season because they're not in the playoffs anyway. So like next season they'll come back.
0: Oh, that's so that's the wildest thing I think I've ever heard suggested. Wouldn't wouldn't
1: that be so so crazy though?
0: Literally the G League Ignite. I think that's exactly what they do.
1: Like the Suns just pick up like Eric Gordon for no reason. They just get him and like randomly.
0: That's funny. Yeah, I guess that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I think that would be weird though. Team chemistry would be oh, all, yeah. would all be out crazy. of whack.
1: it would be crazy. It would be, like, awful to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Eric Gordon comes in and is hawking up a bunch of threes on, like—
1: <laughs> He's just standing in the corner as whatever. he does. In,
0: and in Philadelphia, and everyone's like, dude, why are you here? You know what I mean? Joe Wells like, stop shooting, man. Like, you're not trying to grind for a contract. Like, I thought you were here to help us.
1: Yeah, they put him in, and he's just—he doesn't care. It's not his team.
0: <laughs> he makes him lose on purpose. Yeah. Like, the Morris twins, did you see that a few years ago? Markeith Morris got hurt in the playoffs. Like oh, in and then 20, his
1: twin brother played for him? In
0: 2016, yeah, yeah. Marquise got hurt in the playoffs, um, and it was like a shoulder fracture injury. And then two nights later, he was in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like – and he dropped like 16 or 17, <laughs> and everyone's like, wait a second.
1: And they never found out. No, no they never ne- – well, did. it'd
0: be impossible. They look exactly – they have the same tattoos. They're yeah. literally exactly the same. They're clones. But they play a little bit different though. And you can see like Marcus Morris is a little bit more of like a smaller forward – and he's, like, you know, putting the ball on the ground a little bit more that game. And we were like, huh, does Marquise do that? Isn't he more of, like, a big guy? <laughs> huh. 17 points, huh? Hmm. Okay.
1: What are you going to say to him, though?
0: Not, what, what is that, Marquise? And he's like, yeah, I, I just had, you know, my shoulder's good now.
1: Then they call Markeith and he doesn't respond. Like,
0: Marcus, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you get him. That's how you get him.
0: Yeah, yeah, you just call Marcus the whole day and see if he looks. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. And and so. <laughs> that's...
1: And was his? I think his brother was like, at, did his brother go to the game? you
0: think? Probably, I'd imagine so. He was just there.
1: Wearing his cl- Do they share clothes, too? or?
0: I don't know. Well, they're, I, haven't, I don't think they've been on the same team since Phoenix. They were on the same team in Phoenix a few years ago, I believe, but they haven't played together in a very long time. So they could yeah. easily pull it off now.
1: They could, yeah.
0: Just have them wear the jersey. Although I think one of them is taller. I think one of them is out of the league, actually. Is Markeith even in the league? Is
1: Marcus on the Clippers?
0: I think so. Oh, I don't even know who he played for. Uh-oh. The Clippers. Yikes! Pull it up.
1: Mm.
0: Who he played for? Marcus Morris. We're about to find out. I think out. he plays for the Clippers. He's good on the Clippers. If he plays for the Clippers, he does play for the Clippers. And then that would be, that would have been my guess. Was
1: Markeef on the Lakers? South, the
0: oh, last year, right? And now he's he might be on. He's one on of the, the New York teams? He's on the Nets. Yeah, he is on the Nets. Yeah. I was like, he might be in New York. I Marquee think that's on the last time I saw He don't play, though.
1: No, I don't think he plays.
0: 11 minutes a game, he don't play.
1: His brother plays for him, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, anytime they, they make that work out. Anytime Marcus is in... Uh, it's
1: confusing, because like, each time they change, it, they change teams, that's like, you have to times it by two, because you're like, which one was that on that <laughs> team?
0: One of the Morris Twins. Wait... Was that Marcus or Marquise? Which player did we just trade? <laughs> did like did we trade the Marcus Morris or did we trade? Oh no, we got rid of Marcus, didn't we? Get him back! Get him get back! Him back. <laughs>
1: get him back! They trade the wrong twin. Yeah, and how do you like know who to put in? Like if you're coach and you got them both ready on the side on the bench, like which one are you putting in?
0: You just say their first name, dude. They have names.
1: No, I know, but like how how do you? Which one do you think's better?
0: Marcus. Marcus, Marcus. is better. Marquise was better younger, but then as he got older, he got slow. So you're picking Marcus.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. But back like when Marcus was on Detroit and Marquise was in Phoenix, Marquise was like really good. Marcus was like Marcus good on the Clippers. Though. Yeah, yeah. He was like almost an all star at one point. Really? Almost, yeah. Like on that brink of like eighteen, nineteen a game. He's like, oh, this guy's kind of good. Not really that much anymore. He's still a good player. But Marquise don't even play for like, the I Nets. I
1: feel Like I see him shoot a lot though.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like a smaller forward kind of. He's still like a power forward build, but... Right. You know, just as, puts the ball on the floor a little bit more.
1: Do you have anything to say about the Spurs?
0: You know, I think, you yeah, know, good transition. Morris twins going to the Spurs. Do they have any twins on that roster? If they do, let's talk about and If not, let's not talk not, about none them. None of the
1: Martins, so I, I don't think so. Let's not talk about them.
0: God, the Spurs. Let's
1: me and you join the Spurs.
0: We kind of look similar. Yeah. I think we could probably convince people that we're twins. I bet. Would we be like nefarious sure. twins? Like we would set up like schemes and stuff, or do you think that we would be?
1: I, I'd want, I want. If I was a twin, I'd want to be like I wear the same clothes as you. Yeah, we talk the same.
0: That's, we think the same. That's how I would set it up too. So, yeah. th-
1: so then, like, we really confuse people. Because you know, you hate when there's like identical twins and they're like they have different per- personalities or like different people. You're like, come on, you gotta. I know which one's which. That's not fun.
0: Yeah, you, but it's. I don't know. Well, but, is it only if we're identical? What if we were? What's the word? Paternal? Fraternal? Uh, fraternal, I think. Yeah, paternal, I fraternal. think is paternal. As I think is when you have a child.
1: Fraternal. Wait. Fr- Whoa. Frat. Fraternal. Good thing my. If you just say, science, qu- "I'm a political science major," I if you say
0: know. quick enough, it just sounds right. Yeah. yeah regardless just, of what how it sounds.
1: and twins.
0: <laughs> fr- fraternal, twins. Eternal. No, no, no. Um, they won't live forever. I hope not. It's like a superpower. The Spurs are fine, man. I don't know. That's a team that I don't even really care to talk about. They are one spot lower than Houston, 15th in the West, but they're just, like, not fun does to Greg watch. Does Greg
1: Popovich even go to the games anymore, or does he just, like, coach from the... the no,
0: booth? he calls in a sub. Sub, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They sent in some other just old white guy. He sits down.
1: Yeah, and then I saw one game where they had some dude, they gave him a fake wig, and they, they gave him a fake wig and fake white hair. It was, like, a young guy. They just... What? Greg didn't want to be there.
0: It's like his younger son or something?
1: Yeah, probably. Grandson.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a Popovich, just not Greg. That right there's Timothy Popovich.
1: <laughs> he was like five foot five. He was obviously not him.
0: how tall is Greg Popovich?
1: He looks like he's probably six two.
0: Over under yeah, I'd say over under six foot, I'd go over, right? I'd go
1: over six foot. Let's, Let's
0: look at it. Greg
1: Pop. Are you gonna give him a call or
0: Yeah. Next on our line. Greg Popat, he's calling into our show. That'd be wild. I don't, I don't know how tall he is, but I know he's seventy three years old. Ooh, whoa, six foot three. He he's could play in the three. league. Okay, he probably has played a few games this season. Then I'm, i sure how bad he, I'm that sure team he is.
1: Played in? Did he play in the NBA?
0: Uh, yeah, he played last night on the when the Spurs were oh, playing. Yeah, I, yeah. I
1: did see that they. They really. <laughs> the needed Spurs some were help. playing
0: Portland, and they lost to Portland. They pop went in and played six minutes <laughs> near the end of the game.
1: Well, I saw. Uh, during one of the half-court shows, they brought on one of those guys, like a fan, to shoot a three. And he was so good, they just let him... Gave st- him a jersey. They gave him a jersey, and he played in the second
0: half. Like the Michael Jordan 45, where it just said it, it just said 22 with no name on the back. Yeah, exactly. And now but, and now he's on their team, Zach Collins. Well, they signed,
1: yeah, Zach Collins, yeah, they <laughs> signed him to a 10-day.
0: <laughs> that team is so
1: bad, dude. Don't disrespect Zach Collins.
0: They're not even fun to watch. Zach Collins is cool. I don't know. I don't know why I said his name. I just had to think of a white guy on that team.
1: Isn't he from... Nevada.
0: What What do you mean, Nevada? Reno? No,
1: like Vegas? Didn't he go to UNLV? Or am I
0: tripping? What? No way. I might be lying. You have to be lying. No, he was on the the Trailblazers last year. He was a bulldog. Gonzaga.
1: He went to Gonzaga?
0: Yeah, he definitely was not. That's not not even close. I know, that's so off. That's
1: really not even close. God, you might be bad at this. What what white guy that looks like Zach Collins in the NBA went to UNLV?
0: Stefan Zimmerman in like 2017. He did go to UNLV though, and he was drafted to the Magic like a while ago. I'm right, by the way.
1: That's not who I'm thinking of though. What?
0: Just look it up, UNLV alumni. I
1: don't want to talk about UNLV on this podcast.
0: That's a good point. Neither do I. What are we talking about right now? Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. Let's go back. (laughs) See, this is the point, man. Nobody wants to talk to San Antonio Spurs. Not even their own coach yeah, wants to talk about that team. There's nothing to say about it. They're a bad team. The What's same the record reasons, right now, uh, nine and nineteen. So they're one spot lower than Jeez. Houston. That's bad. And they they are losing all of their games. They only beat bad teams. So they lose to Phoenix. They lose to Cleveland. I say they, they lose tank. To Portland. Well, they are trying. What do you think's going on right now? Yeah, but
1: like, like really give it up.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> like just like,
1: like remember the
0: trade, Kelton Johnson for anybody.
1: What was the the team that had the worst record? The Bobcats. And they, oh. They had they won like seven games. Yeah, seven something like that. That's what the Spurs need to do. Just. Dang. Send all their players to the other teams, like I said, my earlier idea, and then they'll just lose every game because they'll forfeit.
0: That's the craziest idea, by the way. We need to we need to make we, sure that happens.
1: We should explore that. Or like you're the commission we should we do a segment. You're the commissioner of the NBA and you have every player on the Spurs to distribute throughout the West. You could do it however you want.
0: Who would Whoa. how would you
1: make every team better?
0: That would be a really cool segment. We can we can pull that out. No, we have to do some research. That would something be like That, yeah. Like who yeah, would
1: yeah. fit on what team?
0: Can we send some of them to the waiver wire? Just like no team. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well as, as long as that's an option, because like I'm looking at this team. Like no offense to Romeo like Langford, you're, but
1: you're sending Romeo to like the G League or maybe just.
0: I don't even know if the Ignite want somebody like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think so. I would just like send him away. I would just like give him like twenty bucks and tell him like go home or something.
1: Yeah, he can keep his jersey though.
0: He's got cool dreads.
1: Good for him.
0: Yeah, that's about it though. Not really a good he team. You probably
1: though. hoop it like Planet Fitness.
0: Oh, he would dominate out of Planet Fitness. Let's be real. Yeah. Not not in an NBA team though. It's a different level. <laughs> How long has he been in the league? Like five, six years now, and he's just like been nothing.
1: Hey, it's a hard. It's a tough league.
0: Yeah, especially for somebody like that. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Jeez. He's
0: like, what does he do, dude? He Doesn't do anything. The only thing I like about this team
1: and he'd still be the best player you've seen play in person if you went to
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> if I if he was at this UNR gym, he'd be dunking on everybody. Yeah. That's how crazy the NBA is. Is the worst players are like the best player top 500 in the world. Yeah. Too bad they have the bottom 10 of the top 500. That's why they're so bad. <laughs> Keldon Johnson looks like an all-star on this team and oh he my. would not look like that on any other team. Not even on the Rockets. Move him over and he'd look bad. <laughs> Only things I like about this team, Trey Jones, he's fun to watch, I'll be honest. Cool guy, really, really efficient. His brother Tyus is also one of the most efficient point guards in the league, so must run in the blood. Um, Yeah, Trey Jones is cool to watch. Um, And Jeremy Sokan, their rookie, he reminds me a little bit of like Andre Kirilenko. He's like a big forward, but he's not like – doesn't have all the muscle yet. And he's like a good shot blocker and a good – He's like a good defender, but he's really bad on offense. He's a cool player to watch. I'm sure he'll be, you know, a really good defense, like first team or second team all defense when he gets older. Mm -hmm. But everybody else on this team, it's like... Gorgie Ding. I could care less about Gorgie Ding. He's fine. Jug McDermott is somehow in the league still. Josh Richardson used to be really cool when he was in Miami, but he hasn't really been much since he left Miami. Kata Bates, Diop. I didn't even realize he was still in the league until I pulled up their basketball <laughs> reference page, and I was like, "Whoa!" Who he play for? Waiver wire, right? Who he play for? The Guangdong Tigers in China or something. I was like, <laughs> "Whoa!" Keita Bates. I didn't even know that Keta Bates was still in the league. Um, yeah, this team doesn't impress me on any level. There's not like a single player here that I'm looking forward to in the future. Keldon Johnson is cool, but. We're seeing his prime right now because he's not going to get minutes like this on a real team, and he's only putting up like twenty-one right. a game.
1: Yeah, his team's doomed.
0: Yeah, they're going to take a big. They're going to take like, a big deep dive I'm, down. I'm
1: going to be honest with you. I don't think I'll be watching the Spurs probably for the rest of the season. I've like, seen unless I'm forced to watch the Spurs. I've seen
0: two Spurs games this year, and I watched both of those games because teams I liked were playing them: Miami right. and Cleveland.
1: Like if if. If there's a situation where they play the Kings and we can get a ticket for $3.50, maybe I'll go watch
0: them. I'll think about it. Um, I don't even know if that'd be worth it though.
1: The, the gas would be more expensive than the ticket.
0: And not just would the gas be more expensive than the ticket, we would be able to get courtside court seats. Courtside. I was going to say. Yeah. We'd be on the court. We would they would give us jerseys to play actually. They w- we would pay them $3 and they would say you're on the team.
1: Well, what will happen is I'll just stand up and, while they're playing, stand in the corner and just wait for them to pass it to me. <laughs>
0: that would be crazy. With, like, an old Spurs, not even yeah. one matching what they're wearing. Just, like, a, like a busted David Robinson.
1: <laughs> David Robinson. i go, like, like Manu. And i just stand there. Maybe I'd go for a mid-range. That'd be, like, Tony Parker.
0: Yeah, like a floater.
1: Like a little floater.
0: They might need to sign Tony Parker. Where is he right now? Sign him.
1: I could probably play like Tony Parker on the Spurs right now
0: they need to they need to find that old three and get it, bring him back. They might start winning some games timmy D bring him back yeah timmy D yeah dude that team is he could probably play it one more timmy D <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he he's like sixty <laughs> he's old he's not sixty, but he's old. He doesn't even coach for them anymore,
1: Yeah, cause he's he's grown out his hair and he's living in the woods somewhere.
0: Probably in a cabin. Probably he yeah. gives me like super like he's probably in Oregon in some cabin right now, something like yeah.
1: that. Not watching his his former team. No, you guys don't even know who's on the team. He was the coach. Who he would...
0: play for? Keldon Johnson, and he will be like, Pfft, no idea. You Keldon,
1: like Kansas,
0: Kansas State, Kansas State. He playing in college still? <laughs> it's like no, he's been on the team for years.
1: <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh, NBA.
0: I think he's on the the Golden Knights down in Vegas. <laughs> Dude, the Spurs. Are the so Water
1: bad. Boy. He's a he, he equipment manager.
0: He he would be a really good equipment manager. Keldon Johnson would I think probably top top five in the league.
1: Ooh, I'd have to do some more research before I agree with you
0: there. <laughs> Dude, we should do. I research don't want to make any that. bold claims about NBA the the water handlers in the NBA. <laughs> I'm sure there's some top tier ones. I know there's
1: some good like college football guys, but yeah, yeah, Red Lightning. Red. I, I yeah. was just thinking Red Lightning.
0: Perfect. I'm glad we both know Red Lightning. But there's always ones like that where he's more popular than the team somehow.
1: Yeah, he's running faster than the players down the <laughs> sideline.
0: It's like, hey, don't worry, Coach. We're not good enough. Don't
1: worry about winning this game, guys. You know, just have fun.
0: <laughs> you think you, know, you think Popovich is saying that?
1: We got some snacks here after the game. <laughs> we in got the some locker na- room.
0: Uh, apple slices.
1: In the, yeah, there's a Capri Sun. And four apple slices waiting for you in the locker room.
0: Dude, that's great. Yeah, they probably... Well, you know, last time I went to San Antonio game, paid 20 bucks and I was the VIP experience. Um, I got to coach them for the entire game. Oh, really? Yeah, we lost by 60. 60? That's it? Yeah. yeah, that's it. I did pretty well, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, after the game, they were like, "Hey, if you you know you're really looking for like any apple slices, Capri Suns." They were talking about like Sunny D. Didn't know that company still existed. Mm-hmm. Got got a glass of Sunny D. It was pretty good.
1: Well, they I heard that they're looking for new players on 2K. So whoever they you know think is really really good at 2K, that's who they're going to sign.
0: Do you want you want to know what's crazy? The fact that you just brought this up. Last time we played 2K together, we're like the we're running a franchise mode of the Lakers. Didn't we get offered Yakapoto? From the Spurs? Yeah, yeah. They, they tried to trade with us. Yeah, they did. We were like four games into the season. They were like, we need people. <laughs> they were like, they wanted Westbrook or something. Like, give us anything. <laughs> yeah, they, they like, I don't know who they wanted. Maybe like Thomas Bryant.
1: Yeah, yeah, Thomas Bryant
0: and Westbrook or something like that. Right when you said it, I was like, wait, they are looking for players in 2K. That's so crazy.
1: They're sending out uh, virtual trades to see like how well they do simulated. So then they're yeah. going to do it in real life. They, That's they, why they've been so successful. They're
0: using the trade finder option right now. They don't even propose trade. They just pull up those automated trade finder trades. Yeah. Because they need to ship and go.
1: And, like, Greg doesn't care anymore. He's already...
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, like, taking a nap on the bench most of the time. Greg would be a big supporter of your idea earlier about the shipping people at the end. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, not if it was his team,
0: you think. Oh, come on. What what does he... Does he have any passion for any of these players anymore? He literally said at the beginning of the season, don't bet on this team, which I think he got fined for. He really did say that. Yeah, he got said. Fine, though.
1: I know he said it, but
0: I don't think you can say like, like he
1: could say whatever he wants.
0: Oh, maybe Greg Pop can, but any other coach would probably get fined for something like that. Because that's like He tanking. should just like
1: start chasing rings like at this age,
0: <laughs> as a coach.
1: Yeah, as a coach, <laughs> I've never heard that. Like he before. should just go for like, like how
0: short <laughs> <laughs> a, a ring chasing coach? I've never heard that. Uh, yeah,
1: like like Ty Lue.
0: He's he's been on the Clippers for years. He's not ring-chasing.
1: Like Phil Jackson.
0: (laughs) Like, uh, who was that guy? David Blatt on the Cleveland Cavs. Remember, he's like a European. He, like, coaches the overseas teams, and they brought him in, just, like, secure a ring, and they lost, and they sent him back.
1: Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. A ring-chasing coach. You want to talk about music?
0: Yeah, I think this is a good good place to talk about some music here.
1: All right, so um, we decided we were going to listen to this album uh, named The Johnson Brothers. It's
0: their self-titled, self-titled
1: album. Self-titled album from The Johnson Brothers. Jump. Um, you know, I, I listened to this when we first decided we were going to listen to it, and it had been so long since we last recorded that I had to re-listen to it. And... I'm going to give you my rating right now and then either you can give me yours or I can explain my rating. So um, I think I'll do that. So um, this album is so much fun. I really, really enjoyed listening to this album. It's weird that I've never even heard of it before because uh, I, I, I'm a big Chris Stapleton fan and I like his older stuff, um, but I didn't know he did this little album, short album. Um, I can give this album an eight and a half out of ten is what I rate it nice um my favorite songs uh are are three of the most played ones on Spotify and I think they're most played for a reason I actually really like the top three so On the Run Barely Alive and Inside Your Head um this album gives me like late 70s 80s rock combined with like bluegrass um Bluegrass like Chris Stapleton's soul all in one combined into one. So you take like Chris Stapleton's amazing, like vocal range and his voice and his passion. And you add that to a crazy rock, a, like late seventies, eighties vibe rock,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, super exciting, high energy songs that just get you going. And they're it, like continues on this album flows really well, flows right into the next. Um, my only criticism for this album is the lyricism is, is pretty weak. Uh, a few of the songs repeat the title of the song just over and over again over this, this crazy guitar riff, mm-hmm. and it's super cool, but if you're looking for good lyrics in storytelling, this is not something you want to listen to. But if you want to get the vibe of you're in a, a late-night Nashville, Tennessee, you want to hear some like rock, some exciting tunes through your soul, with amazing vocals from Chris Stapleton, this is what you want to listen to.
0: I'm glad that you really like this album because I love this album. Um, It does give me very uh, kind of like a roots rock vibe. So if you're really into um, kind of like rock and like really epic rock riffs, but then kind of more like of a roots, kind of like grassroots feel of a uh, song inspiration, kind of a little bit of Chris Stapleton's background, this is the album for you. Um, I wouldn't really call it southern rock um, Maybe the lyricism is kind of like southern-ish um, It is very unoriginal though um, My favorite songs were Barely Alive, Unreal Track um, Ride My Rocket such a cool okay. song That is a song that kind of just goes Ride my rocket That's yeah. like the whole song Yeah, <laughs> It's so sick It's pretty good though what, a, what an awesome track I love On The Run um, What other tracks do I really like in this album? Um, hey Girl was really cool I think those are probably all of my favorites They Ride My Rocket, Hey Girl um, Barely Alive On The Run Those, uh, What an album I would give it an 8.8 8 Probably okay. um, I think I was familiar with one of, I, I don't remember which song it was But when I listened to the album when The start of one of the songs I was like oh I've heard this before somewhere um, I think I've probably seen it on like live somewhere, I watch a, live, a lot of like NPR desk performance things. Yeah, probably saw or listened to it there. Cause I'm a big Chris Stapleton fan. But yeah, Unreal album. I didn't really know that he was into that kind of rock scene before. Um, I know that he's like worked with Zac Brown Band and things like that a little bit. Um, but yeah, super super, rocky. Um, really cool to be able to listen to something like that. I know he's a part of the Steel Drivers, which is a very different kind of vibe, um, but they released this album in like 2010, never dropped anything else. Just one I'd album out like of nowhere.
1: One time. Epic done.
0: name, Johnson. What is that? That's awesome. Jomp. The Johnson Brothers. Yeah. For the entire week I was listening to this, I was just going, Jomp, the Jomp. jomp.
1: And, and the title or the, the cover art is just the Johnson Brothers with like blood <laughs> running down the name.
0: It's like, what is this? What, what Who is made it? this?
1: Yeah. Where did this come from? Jomp.
0: I gotta get my jump. It's great. What and an like, album!
1: Does he ever talk about this album, or does he just pretend that
0: it's not real? Know. Like it's just like not. When you go to their Wikipedia page, the only person that has a hyperlink is Chris Stapleton. <laughs> the other people might as well not exist, even though they're on guitar. They were killing and drums. it though. They were doing. They're so unreal. Crazy. It's an unreal skeleton keys over yeah. and over
1: again. Just like just it's it's good,
0: but it's like I don't know. When when I when I listen to this album, I'm like, why isn't there more Jompson? Where did Jomp go?
1: Right. It's like they didn't want to overdo it. They didn't want to be called you know, called out for being making all the same sound.
0: They're I like, guess, let's do nine but,
1: songs, that's it. But run
0: my rocket. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I need that I need something else and like every that. Every song has yeah. the the drum duh, 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 yeah. duh, the, the progression of the drum into the crazy guitar.
0: Every song. Cool. It's so sick. I, I This is the best album, I think. Either this or the first one that you didn't listen to. Remember that one? Yeah, I didn't remember yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those uh, those two albums, the Orient Sun album and this album, were, they're really close in my mind because I go back to the Orient Sun album a lot, especially a few of the songs in the later part of that album, like Mango Freestyle and things like that. I really like that kind of vibe because it's very chill. Mm-hmm. But Jomson brother got me hype. Oh yeah, hype. I showed a uh, Wyatt. Oh really? What do yeah, you say? some jump. Um, I think I showed him ride my rocket. I just like put it on, and he's like, "Whoa, this like this is pretty cool." Um, but I was like, "Yeah, I just don't, I just don't listen to like a melding of worlds like that, where it is like very roots kind of vibe, but it is also very rock, and then it's also Chris Stapleton. He has like the wildest vocal." And that's range. why it's
1: good, is because it's pretty unique. I mean, yeah. there, there's music like certain parts of this and like other parts of this, but nothing really to combine those two. And I don't think Chris Stapleton can go wrong. Like, you can never really criticize how he sounds in a song because it's he has such a crazy range of of soft. And in this album, he's just kind of, like, going crazy, screaming, uh, really getting into it. It's like one of those, those songs that I liked a couple of the songs, and um, when they come up on my like songs, it just puts me in that, immediate mood where i'm like this is the johnson brothers
0: in my you know. what a crazy that song is so cool and barely alive the start of it's like well, that sounds like a little different than all the other ones. it's like what is this song like this is wild um so cool it's just like it just gets me so pumped up and um i'm like making guitar noises into the mic right now that's how excited i am like
1: who who are the rest of the guys though? You got Chris Stapleton who looks like he's a a celebrity, you know, he he's such, he's got a really unique look. And then all the other guys are just like who who are are these his these are just his Johnson brothers. I don't know what else to to say about that. Do these guys have like their own band?
0: I don't even know if they're real. That's the thing is like when you go into their Spotify and you see that like picture of the four of them, Chris Stapleton's like in the front. You're like, Oh, Chris Stapleton. And then you look at these other three, and it looks like they've been, like, like imposed into the image. Like, they weren't there. <laughs> the and they, guy, were, yeah, they
1: got photoshopped. Look
0: in. at the guy in the far right. Look at the guy with the glasses far right.
1: Yeah. He real.
0: wasn't there when that picture was taken. Not real. He was He was put in. At, that's an so, after effect.
1: So, on their Wikipedia, it says that they were active from 2007 to 2013, but where? where's their music?
0: They sold it. It's gone now. Uh,
1: and apparently, the Zach brown band handpicked the Johnson brothers to perform on their uh sailing southern ground cruise whatever that means
0: i don't even know what if that is what is that ground cruise (laughs) What what does that even mean read that again one more time for me okay you ready yeah
1: so the Zach Brown band picked the Johnson Brothers to perform on their six-man-produced Sailing Southern Ground Cruise in September of 2010.
0: What does that even mean, dude? Is that like a, is like the a name tour? Of
1: the, I think that's the name of either of the, the tour. tour or the
0: album. What? That's very odd. Would you would you say it reminds you at all of Led Zeppelin? Um, if Led Zeppelin was alive now, do you think they would play music like this? Because when I was listening to it—
1: I definitely—that's why I said late 70s because I had like—
0: the I, guitar I, riffs of a Zeppelin album. I
1: couldn't tell, like, really where I was getting that. Uh, but definitely 70s rock has some of those guitar riffs. And yeah. I, I, could, I could see that.
0: So, like, I think if Led Zeppelin – I wouldn't be shocked if Led Zeppelin was – if they were still making music to this day, they made something like that. Yeah. But, wow, what a cool album. I don't really even know anything I mean, else this, I would think This of. album
1: is more to, like, southern roots and to Nashville. And you can tell that it's, like, right out of Nashville immediately, mm-hmm. kind of.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, the first song, I think, is Ride My Rocket.
1: Yeah, whereas the uh, Led Zeppelin has a... Com- I think they would sound like this, but...
0: Not as Southern. Yeah, I get that. Not as that. Southern. But I'm saying, like, this meld of sound, I think, is... I don't know. I just kept thinking, like, gosh, I, why does it remind me so much of, like, Zeppelin's guitar kind of sound? I think it's because it's pretty similar. I kind of want to play the first the first half of ride my rocket cuz that song is like insane would do you it. be okay do with it.
1: that yeah let's do it
0: all right y'all this is a few seconds here of ride my rocket by the johnson brothers
1: so simple but so good
0: it's unreal it's like not even god what a what an awesome track it's just like so intense they have the electric oh it's unreal like all like his tennessee tennessee whiskey and like his stuff is so good his solo stuff but like in a rock format so cool
1: i, I wish i could hear this live somewhere this would be so much fun to listen to
0: oh yeah well, we should have been on the Zach Brown Band cruise.
1: Yeah, I don't know how we, we missed that. It was 12 years ago, but we we missed that. What
0: is that? The cruise?
1: I, I thought you were kidding when you said the rest of the members didn't have hyperlinks on their <laughs> wikis, but they really don't have wikis. They're just...
0: <laughs> like, not real. Superimposed, I'm telling you. And also, if two you two look at... the
1: guys' at... <laughs> names, Did you see their names. Greg McKee and then Bard
0: Mick- mcname
1: mcname they both have mick in their last name i just don't believe it
0: bard mcname is a fake name that's actually a D character's name Bard It's <laughs> randomly generated not, there's no person that named a child that bard mcname <laughs> that's fake jt cure what is that
1: and if you click on their their website it takes you to a, a 404 cannot be found not real <laughs>
0: This might not be a real album, actually. The more I reevaluate what we've listened to, the more I realize that Chris Stapleton might have done all of it himself and then made up names for fake people. We're
1: going to wake up tomorrow and this is not going to be available on any streaming platform.
0: Everybody on this listens to the Spotify. The only existence of Ride My Rocket will be in the 10 seconds we just played <laughs> in exact- our basketball podcast.
1: <laughs> it's like that, uh, that Beatles movie. It's like yesterday. <laughs> God, it's so cool. We're gonna have to recreate this music, me and you. I'll do it. You want vocals? I'll do it. Don't
0: you want a rod? Oh dang! This album is so cool.
1: Jason Aldean uses a uh, secret weapon as his intro music every night for his live shows. What? And he said uh, it's one of those songs that gets you fired up and ready to go. Mm. So he's feeling the same way that we are.
0: I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you, Jason Aldean.
1: But that's really funny that they made a really good album, and I don't think they realized they made a really good album, or they just didn't care.
0: Well, nobody really listens to it. <laughs> over, it's like a little over 100,000 monthly listeners. Not that many people.
1: Yeah, but you'd think, like, with his popularity, he could go back to this genre and be super successful.
0: That's what I kept thinking. He's so huge. Like, why why he didn't go- he go back and drop another album as a Johnson? Maybe right? the
1: Johnson life is not for him. Is kind of what I've come down to.
0: Mm. Okay, well, I can see that, but...
1: Because the only rock he does now is, like, in his new albums, he'll have maybe two songs that are yeah. really rocky. Um, but nothing, like, to this level, really. It's pretty tame compared to this album, for sure.
0: I just wish he would go back, because it would sell. He's, like, at that point now where he can do anything and it'll sell.
1: Oh, yeah. You know and what mean, I mean? He's touring with, like, George Strait and the tickets are $1,000 yeah. a-peach piece
0: play a jump. Bring, bring back bring the Jomps mcname surprise. call him up if bard, if mcname is real call that guy up
1: bard mcname and
0: <laughs> it's a fake person if you look at their picture on spotify i'm serious about saying the guy on the far right looks superimposed into the image he wasn't actually there for that
1: well on wikipedia i, I added those names because you know what? i'm just an editor <laughs> you I'm edited like, <laughs>
0: You made it up 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. While we were talking about Dallas. We're getting pretty close to the end of the pod here, Brady. Probably wrap it up with saying our favorite artist from Dallas. We looked into Dallas, some some Mm -hmm. musicians there. Who's your favorite artist from Dallas?
1: Well, you took, we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but uh, I really like your number one. But my number one is, from what I looked at today, um, probably Post Malone. Ooh. And I know he's a big Dallas guy. Um, when I saw him perform, he was wearing a Cowboys Dak Prescott jersey. He's a big Cowboys fan. Uh, I don't know if he lives in Dallas now or where he's at now, but I know he's he's from that area, and he frequently talks about that area. So um, he's, he's one of those guys, super poppy now, and a lot of people kind of think his hype has died a little bit and uh he's just a good guy he's just a good guy he makes good music he's got a great voice and i don't really know anyone who's like i hate post malone i don't think i've ever heard anyone say that um he's not the most unique choice but i think kind of an obvious one with how successful he's been and i think he's released a lot of really good albums his older stuff is my favorite but his new stuff's good too
0: and you know like we said we we talked about it a little before the pod started you know i'm looking at you know, you look up Dallas artists. I see a few people that I'm, like, I really like. So I see um, Stevie Ray Vaughan is a pretty cool person to mention. Vanilla Ice is from there. St. Vincent Ice. is cool. But Otis. as I was going down, I was like, oh, Erica Badu is the best artist from da- uh, the Dallas area. What an unbelievable. She's, like, she, God. When I first started listening to Erica Badu, I think the thing that I really kept getting s- caught on is how much she she was like the melder of the world between jazz and pop music. Um, she samples a lot of pop, but people call her like the queen of soul or the queen of neo-soul. Right, right. Um, and she's like bringing this um, jazz-infused style. She would just sample like Jazz Mitaz albums from the 80s and 90s. And then make a soul song out of it, make R&B tracks out of it. It's like, whoa, this is so cool. Yeah, and so when I first started listening to her, I just got just so hooked on her on her sound and um, everything I listened to with her. And and she's so important to music now. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the
1: most well-respected figures too. Yeah,
0: Mama's Gun, Baduism. Those albums are just like wildly good. Yeah. Um, and, and she, now she just, like, lives life pretty wildly. Like, I think she went on a tour with Marc Rebier recently. And Marc Rebier is the – you've probably seen a TikTok of – he, like, makes music on the spot. Like, no. he'll just, like, make noises into the mic and, like, be mixing music and, okay. like, have crazy songs. Um, and she, like, went on, like, a mini tour with him doing during COVID or something like that. I didn't um, know she was still touring. Well, it's, like, not a real tour. They would, like, go up there and, like, ad-lib songs for oh, okay. an hour and then just, like, leave. And it was only available online because it was during COVID. It's like, yeah, now she's just doing whatever she wants. She's just having a good life now, having fun. And that's what's important, you know? Yeah. After you make art like that, you don't need to keep making it to sustain it. You can just live with your masterpiece. And I'm glad that she's at that point. She's, like, historical.
1: I agree. Those are two good artists. Um, I also, you know, shout out to St. Vincent, as you said. Mm. Uh, Toadies, good band, like, 90s. 90s rock, a little bit. Um, Usher, <laughs> The Chicks, some good artists from Dallas. Uh, I think we, if we were going to look at all of Texas, we might have to do that a different time. Bud Johnson, I, I didn't he's look. a good it. jazz
0: jazz player from the 1950s 40s. There you go. But
1: yeah, get get someone from every every generation here. Yeah. I think that wraps us up for today. You want to give a city for next week? Since I picked this one,
0: I would love to give a city. We can go with
1: city or state.
0: City or state. I think I'd love to talk about the Phoenix Suns.
1: I knew. I think I have telepathy. I just told you to say that because I, I was. That's what I was gonna say.
0: You want to talk about the Suns? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think felt like talking about say the that. Suns. I, I just have a lot to say about the Suns. You know, talking about San Antonio, not much to say. Well, you
1: brought up DeAndre Ayton earlier, so yeah. I figured, and then you started talking about Chris Paul for a little bit, so I was like, yeah, you. I want was to talk talking about,
0: about Christopher. Suns? Yeah, Christopher Emmanuel Paul.
1: President of the uh, Players Association.
0: Also known as Cliff Paul to some. Yep, on TV. To some other celebrities too as well. Oh. I don't know if you've seen the allegations. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll wrap us up today. Dimes and rhymes. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. Sorry for the little break we had. Just had to get some stuff settled. But we're back. We're back. Be,
1: we, we were investing in an NBA team, but now we've decided to drop out.
0: Yeah. It's just not enough money to really invest in San Antonio right now. But that's cause, okay
1: because we're uh, focusing on our podcast.
0: Yeah. And they're selling all their players, I've heard from a podcast I listened to recently oh. called Dimes and Rhymes. Really? Yeah. Um. So check us out on Spotify, Dimes and Rhymes. Check us out on Instagram, Dimes underscore rhymes. A lot of stuff coming out. We're going to be doing stuff over the winter break on Wolfpack Radio as well as on our Spotify. So. If you really have missed us these past two weeks, just stay tuned in because we're going to be here. Even when Braden's in Spain this winter, I'll be wake up the You'll watching the EuroLeague. I'll be watching. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about FIBA basketball then. But we'll make sure to wake up early and record something for y'all here on our Spotify and Wolfpack Radio. We got some really cool stuff happening. Keep in tune. Some announcements possibly coming out. Some partnerships we might be making. <laughs> you know, some places you might be able to find us live recording a show. Oh, well, Keep your eyes out. Follow us on Instagram, Dimes underscore Rhymes. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all are the best fans in the world. Send us off, Doom. Hey, yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right eardrum close range. The game was not only dangerous, but it's most strange. I sell rhymes like Dimes. The one who mostly keep cash, but brag about the broken times. Joking rhymes like the- you just happy to see me trick classical slapstick rappers need chapstick a lot of them sound like they in a talent show So I give them something to remember like the Alamo tally ho a hot joker like Space game came back for five years lane the stage the same set electromagnetic field and blocks all logic spock and see shocks are by a lot